Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. I've already... Breaking news tonight, President Trump addresses the nation for the first time in nearly two days and falsely suggests voter fraud. I've already decisively won many critical states. Joe Biden calls for every vote to be counted. I ask everyone to stay calm. The process is working. The presidency all comes down to five states in this nail-biter of a presidential election. Votes are still being counted as President Trump's path to a second term is getting slimmer. Joe Biden is at the doorstep of the White House. Checking in on the battlegrounds in Arizona, armed protesters demand to get inside to watch the vote count. In Pennsylvania, demonstrators making their voices heard. And can Georgia go blue for the first time in nearly three decades? Americans getting infected at record levels. 100,000 new coronavirus cases in just one day. As the head of an Iowa hospital system says, they're in danger of losing control of the pandemic. And democracy at work. We'll pay tribute tonight to those unsung heroes of this election, those hardworking Americans counting up your votes and serving our country. This is the CBS Evening News with Nora O'Donnell, reporting tonight from CBS News Election Headquarters in Times Square. Good evening and thank you for joining us. We are going to begin tonight with breaking news. President Trump spoke a short time ago from the White House and made some bold claims about the election without facts to back them up. He said he would win re-election easily if only the legal votes are counted. Of course, all of the votes being counted right now are legal. And he blamed big media and big tech for what he called historic interference, accusing them of knowingly putting out false polls to limit turnout by his supporters. Well, by contrast, today Joe Biden urged Americans to stay calm, assuring them the process is working. Here are the facts. CBS News has not projected a winner. By our projections, Joe Biden leads in the race to 200. 
570 electoral votes, 253 to 213. The race has tightened in the handful of states that could decide who will become the next president of the United States. The margins are now razor thin and tensions remain high with noisy demonstrations outside buildings where votes are being counted. Adding to the tension, another sobering milestone in the coronavirus pandemic. 100,000 new cases were confirmed on Wednesday. That is the highest one-day total since the beginning of the pandemic. So there's a lot of news to cover tonight. We've got our team of correspondents standing by across America to cover it all. We're going to get to the president's comments in just a moment. But first, CBS's Major Garrett is going to lead us off tonight with the state of the race. Good evening, Major. Nora, everyone wants to know when we will know when this election will be resolved. Well, we will know when the votes are accurately counted tabulated and presented to the American public. And it's going to take a little while in the states that are still toss-ups, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, Georgia, Arizona, and Nevada. But let's talk about something that the Trump and Biden campaigns both agreed on before Election Day. What was that? The only poll that matters is the poll from the voters, the one rendered on Election Day through legal ballots. And that's all that's being counted in these five toss-up states, legal ballots. Let's start in Pennsylvania. Because as we talked about last night, this is absolutely crucial. It's 20 electoral votes for President Trump to win re-election. There is no scenario in which he can win a second term without Pennsylvania. Currently, the president's lead there is 74,000. It's been dwindling all day long. As the vote has been counted and observed in the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the remaining vote, about 89% of that is currently in, predominantly from Philadelphia, we are told, and the Pittsburgh area, nominally favorable toward former Vice President Biden. North Carolina still counting ballots. They'll be doing so for many days. We don't expect final results until sometime next week. Georgia is extremely close. 99% of the vote is in in Georgia. The president's lead there is about 9,000 votes. They're still counting. Whenever that's going to be resolved, whether it goes for Joe Biden or President Trump, the margin there will be, to use your words, nor razor thin. In Nevada, the, pres the vice president's lead, Joe Biden, is about 11,000. It grew slightly today. Remaining vote outstanding there. About 24% is in Washoe in the north part of the state, Washoe County in the north and Clark County in the south. Arizona, we have that as a likely Joe Biden victory because he currently leads by about 65,000 votes. 89% of the vote is in in Arizona, nor we expect some more updates from Arizona later on this evening. All right, Major Garrett, thank you for all of that. More now on the president's remarks tonight. He made unfounded claims of victory and accused officials in states where ballots are being legally counted of trying to steal the election away from him. CBS's Weijia Zhang is at the White House. And uh, good evening, Weijia. Good evening, Nora. That was just one of several false claims the president made. He also said it was amazing that all the mail-in ballots coming in seemed to be in favor of Joe Biden, even though it is the president who spent weeks urging his supporters to vote in person. The president also promised that upcoming litigation would shake people up. The Trump campaign insists President Trump's path to a second term is so certain that it will be clear as early as tomorrow evening that he won the election. But the president's actions don't match that optimism, repeatedly demanding on Twitter that the count be stopped and that he's being cheated out of victory. They believe they're above the law. The campaign has filed lawsuits in almost every battleground state they had hoped would keep Mr. Trump in the race, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Georgia, while planning to request a recount in Wisconsin. Today, the campaign also threatened to file a lawsuit in Nevada, claiming the state is counting improper votes. We believe that there are dead voters 
that have been counted. But legal experts say the campaign has not produced proof of the fraud it is alleging. And so far, at least two courts agree. In Georgia, a judge dismissed a lawsuit alleging election officials in Chatham County counted absentee ballots that were received after the state's deadline, citing no evidence. And in Michigan, a judge denied the campaign's request to stop counting votes until more poll watchers could participate. She described an affidavit claiming poll workers in Detroit were told to change dates on ballots hearsay at best. In Philadelphia, Trump's surrogate suggested Republican votes are being suppressed because they can't closely observe ballot counting. It's unbelievable what they're trying to do to our votes that have been legally cast. Election law expert Justin Levitt said casting doubt without evidence is dangerous to democracy. This may be an attempt to show to provide some weird evidence to his followers that yes, the election's rigged because we're filing lawsuits everywhere. I want to be clear, there's nothing, really nothing, in any of the lawsuits that have been filed so far that in any way suggest any wide improprieties in the election process. CBS News has learned that if Joe Biden declares a victory in the coming days, President Trump does not plan to concede, instead focusing on challenging the results in court. Tonight, his son, Donald Trump Jr., said the best thing for this country is to go to war over the election. Nora? Weijia Zhang at the White House. Thank you, Weijia. Now over to the Biden campaign. For the second day in a row, we heard the former vice president call for calm as votes are counted. Here's CBS's Ed O'Keefe. With the election in limbo and some key states continuing to report results through the weekend, Joe Biden told supporters they'll have to wait a little bit longer. Democracy is sometimes messy. It sometimes requires a little patience as well. We have no doubt that when the count is finished, Senator Harris and I will be declared the winners. You will never understand where I am coming true. from. Biden's comments came amid heated arguments among some anxious Biden and Trump supporters across the country. Now you're anti-American. I ask everyone to stay calm, all the people to stay calm. The process is working. The count is being completed. Biden aides say their internal data shows a win in Pennsylvania as soon as tonight, which would give him the presidency. Both there and in Georgia, the president's advantage is slowly eroding as mail-in ballots continue to be counted. While the president has tried to stop the count with lawsuits in some states, Biden said the election should be left up to voters. It is the will of the voters, no one, not anything else, that chooses the president of the United States of America. So each ballot must be counted, and that's what we're going to see going through now, and that's how it should be. And Ed O'Keefe joins us now. And so, Ed, what else do we know about how Biden and Kamala Harris are spending their time? Yeah, I mean, look, when they're not getting a briefing on the coronavirus and the economy as they were today at a downtown theater in Wilmington, we know that Biden is spending time with his family. And there's this ongoing debate among his aides about when and how he might address the nation. If some, for some reason later tonight with results in Arizona, he gets called the winner, would he do it tonight? Would he hold off until tomorrow? Or would he have to wait for the weekend? We'll see. Those discussions underway at O'Keefe. Thank you so much. Tonight, Pennsylvania's Secretary of State says the race there is very close and the winner is still not clear. President Trump's lead in the Keystone states is steadily dwindling. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia for us tonight. Good evening, Jerika. 
Good evening, Nora. That gap continues to shrink. In fact, within the last hour, dropped about three to 4,000 votes, 73,000 votes about uh, separating Joe Biden between President Trump. Now, I want to go to some video, though, that we shot earlier today. This was outside of the Pennsylvania Convention Center, where you could see just how tense things got uh, with some of the protesters and demonstrators that were out there. You had people on the Trump side yelling four more years, and also people, demonstrators, saying count every single vote. Uh, they want to ensure that every vote is counted. Now, the mood overall, though, was upbeat. There were some tense moments. Uh, the latest tally, though, again, shows that Trump is leading Biden by about 73,000 votes. It was nearly 500,000 on Tuesday. And at last check, there were still more than 325,000 mail-in ballots to count, including some 85,000 in Philadelphia. There was about an hour-long pause in the count to negotiate a judge's poll observation order, but the Secretary of State, Kathy Bookvar, says the vast majority of Pennsylvania's outstanding ballots could be finished tonight. We actually already have counted the overwhelming majority of ballots, but because it's a close race, it's not quite clear yet who the winner is. Pennsylvania is still accepting mail-in ballots until Friday that were postmarked by November 3rd. Bookvar says so far they have not received a large amount of those ballots. Nora? Jerika Duncan in Philadelphia. Thank you, Jerika. Tonight, they're still counting ballots in Georgia, where President Trump's lead is dwindling as well. Today, one Georgia official said because the result will be so close, the state is more than likely heading to a recount. CBS's Mark Strassman is in Atlanta. Good evening, Mark. Good evening, Nora. This just in Chatham County, the Savannah area, has just finished counting all of its absentee ballots. President Trump's lead here in Georgia is now down to 3,600 votes and dropping fast. The state still has 40,000 ballots still left to count. And Joe Biden needs to win 64% of them. That's two out of three, roughly, to pull ahead. You're anti-American. No, you're anti-American. Trump supporters and opponents jeered each other outside Atlanta's State Farm Arena. Inside, election workers processed up to 3,000 absentee ballots an hour. They started with around 145,000 of them in heavily Democratic Fulton County. By mid-afternoon, county officials said there were 1,000 left. In this warehouse, those elections officials are trying to evaluate ballots that have issues. With each one, they're trying to decide whether the voters' intent is clear enough to count in this election. Here's why Georgia's this close. Biden overwhelmingly won the state's black vote. He lost to Trump here overall with white voters 70 percent to 29. But he outperformed Hillary Clinton four years ago, who won 21 percent of white voters. Georgia elections officials say they're close to a result. I said I was prayerful that we would be done today, this morning. I am still prayerful for that. But if it has to go to tomorrow to make sure that we get it accurately done, then so be it. Again, to repeat, President Trump's lead here in Georgia down to 3,600 votes with 40,000 votes here left to count. Whoever decides and wins this tough, tough election here, uh, Metro Atlanta is going to have the final say. Almost half the state's uncounted ballots come from this area. Nora? All right, Mark Strassman, thank you. Now, two Western states could give Joe Biden his path to victory. If he were to win Arizona and Nevada, he'd win the election. He's leading narrowly in Arizona, same in Nevada, where the count goes on. 
As it continues, the tension is hitting the breaking point for many. CBS's Jamie Yukas is in Phoenix for us tonight. Good evening, Jamie. Good evening, Nora. As you can see behind me, workers are trying to get that ballot counted as quickly as possible, but they also want to be accurate. That's why the Secretary of State here says it could be tomorrow before we have a clear picture as to who won Arizona. Arizona supporters of President Trump are angry over the delay and demanding to see the ballot count to its finish. We need to have oversight. We want to see the ballots. We want to make sure that there isn't mystery ballots showing up. We're not trying to break in. We just like to watch you count the ballots. Protesters, many armed, gathered outside the Maricopa County recording site, shouting that the election is being stolen, booing officials and blocking the exit. Police in riot gear were called in to walk employees to their cars. They literally are trying to steal this from us. This fenced-in freedom of speech zone was put up today so demonstrators can express themselves on one side and ballot counters can work on the other. Inside the building, bipartisan teams, many making minimum wage, are feverishly and carefully counting ballots, up to 8,000 an hour. In Nevada, election officials have gotten threats. They, too, have added security guards to protect the staff. We will not allow anyone to stop us from doing what our duty is in counting ballots. Tonight, election officials here in Arizona tell me that they are busing workers from an off-site parking area to this location so that they can focus on the thousands of ballots that still need to be counted instead of worrying about their personal safety. Nora. Wow, Jamie Yukas, thank you. Now to America's alarming surge in coronavirus cases. For two days in a row, new cases have topped 100,000. Today, a Philadelphia Eagles player tested positive. COVID forced the Air Force Army football game to be postponed this weekend and shut down the UCAL-Washington game. CBS's Nikki Batiste now on this troubling trend. Tonight, Americans aren't just getting infected at record levels. At least 16 states have just broken hospitalization records. In Minneapolis, health officials say only 23 ICU beds are available. In Iowa, where the seven-day positivity rate has soared to nearly 40%, the head of the University of Iowa Health System says we are in danger of losing control of this pandemic. Clearly, we are not in total control right now. That was Dr. Anthony Fauci four months ago in June, when daily COVID cases were a record at 40,000. He also made this dire prediction. I would not be surprised if we go up to 100,000 a day if this does not turn around. In hard-hit Wisconsin, this ominous warning from the White House Coronavirus Task Force in a private memo obtained by CBS News. Wisconsin is seeing an unrelenting rise in cases and test positivity. A more comprehensive mitigation strategy is needed. Sources close to the White House Coronavirus Task Force tell CBS News tonight very little is being done to address the recent spike in cases, but the group is expected to meet tomorrow. Nora? Nikki Batiste, thank you. Today, a federal judge ordered the Postal Service to perform twice daily searches for ballots that were sent in on time but still haven't been delivered. The order applies to mail processing centers in states where votes are still 
being counted. What was once Hurricane Ada is on track to become a tropical storm when it hits Cuba and then South Florida early next week. Ada swamped Central America with relentless rain, killing at least 65 people, including 50 victims that were reported just today in Guatemala. Next week, Ada could dump half a foot of rain in South Florida. Now to those unsung heroes, their hands and eyes this week are doing the work of democracy. They are serving their country and their fellow citizens by counting the votes that will determine who will be president. They do it under immense pressure from protesters outside, protected by law enforcement in some states. Votes are the lifeblood of democracy, and they handle them with care. Every vote is precious. Every one of them counts. Every one of them must be counted. And everyone in America is counting on these election workers to do it. We owe them a debt of gratitude. And the Pittsburgh Steelers showed it when they catered dinner for election workers in Allegheny County. And with the election in overtime, that, in our opinion, was the play of the week. Stay with CBS News for the latest on 2020. America Decides will be back throughout the night as more vote comes in and CBS News' decision desk can call more races. And if you can't watch the CBS Evening News live, don't forget to set your DVR so that you can watch us later. And that is tonight's edition of the CBS Evening News. I'm Nora O'Donnell at CBS News, election headquarters in Times Square. See you later tonight. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, Use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.